Welcome to the Free Rocky Nation. I'm your host, Amanda. Thanks for tuning in once again. I want to thank all of you that listened to the last podcast. If you wrote a letter on my father's behalf, you have my undying gratitude. If our efforts to get our loved ones released due to COVID-19 should fail, we can look at other programs such as Good Time. In this transcript, I have two links. The first link is to the 1978 Good Time Bill as it is written. The second link is to an interpretation of the 2020 changes in the Good Time Law according to RestoredJustice.org. RestoredJustice.org works closely with the John Howard Association to, quote, create and support policies that allow those who are rehabilitated to go home and that ensure those incarcerated, their families, and victims' families have opportunities for healing and justice, end quote. That is a direct quote from their mission statement. According to their interpretation of the Good Time Bill, quote, if the person, meaning the inmate, participated in more than 45 days of programs, they would receive 90 days of sentence credit. If the person completed less than 45 days or cannot prove they completed more than 45 days, they would receive 45 days of sentence credit. This language applies to those who are currently incarcerated for an offense committed prior to June 19, 1998. In 1998, the good time law was suspended. It is currently under review. If you would like more information on what types of convictions are eligible for good time, click on this link in the transcript. Illinois Department of Corrections determines which programs can award an inmate with good time. Quote, programming listed in paragraph 4 of 730 ILCS 5-3-6-3 includes full-time substance abuse programs, correctional industry assignments, educational programs, behavior modification programs, life skills courses, or re-entry planning should count for sentence credit. Obtaining college and advanced degrees should also count, end quote. Correctional industry assignments are jobs within the prison, if you didn't know what that meant. If you continue reading, you will see that the bill contains criteria for ineligibility as well. I want to highlight the sex offender portion. Quote, people convicted of sex offenses defined by the Sex Offender Registration Act could only receive sentencing credits if they've completed or are participating in sex offender treatment approved by the Sex Offender Management Board, end quote. My father received a 45-year sentence and a 20-year sentence. He has currently served 27 years. 2021 is his 28th year. His release date as of now is March 1st, 2029. Based on his original sentence, he was sentenced to serve a total of 36 years. His 27 years constitute a percentage of 75% time served. He is eligible for good time. Since moving to Illinois River Correctional Center in February of 2020, he has tried to obtain a job in industry. I have written a letter of recommendation to Warden Hinthorne highlighting my dad's skill sets. He ordered sealed copies of his transcripts specifically for this application to industry. Before he moved, I spoke with the former deputy director, Simmons, 
about dad's desire to work his way out of IDOC. My father has informed me that there are shenanigans afoot. First, we have the warden herself. Since Deputy Director Simmons placed my father, Warden Henthorne had no say in the matter. That would be her boss. As I have discussed previously, she doesn't like being told how to do her job. After my father applied for the job and paid for his transcripts, she personally explained that, quote, she didn't want him in her prison in the first place and she doesn't have to give him a job, end quote. Still think her issue isn't personal? Also, isn't that a bit contradictory? If she doesn't want my father in her prison, why is she keeping him there as long as possible? You would think that she would be the first person to sign him up for everything in an attempt to push him out the door as fast as possible. In her oh-so-great wisdom, she has awarded jobs to inmates who are pedophiles. Yes, folks, people who are ineligible for good time are working in the good time programs. People who are eligible are not able to work in those programs. The number of jobs in the prison and spots in educational classes are limited. Not only does she illegally award jobs to pedophiles, she houses them with the general population. General population will usually rid itself of pedophiles. They cannot do that at Illinois River, though. Warden Henthorne tells the guards to protect the pedophiles and uses them as jailhouse snitches. If you think this is bizarre, just hang on. Because of the hatred from general population, Illinois has a prison specifically for pedophiles. It's called Big Buddy. I asked my dad why in the world these pedophiles were placed at Illinois River instead of Big Muddy. He said he didn't know. So what are eligible inmates supposed to think of the Illinois Department of Corrections and the Illinois justice system as a whole when it's catering to pedophiles? I think our Illinois assemblymen need to know about this. Check in with us weekly for updates on this story and others. Listen to this free Rocky Nation on Spotify iTunes, and Pandora. Like us on Facebook at Larry Rocky Harris 1959 Email us with your questions. Email address freerocky at freerockynation.org. Buy my dad's books on Amazon. You'll find titles such as Never Ending Nightmare, 100 Filthy and Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, 100 More Filthy and Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, The Prisoner's Guide to Filing a Winning Grievance. Don't forget to visit our blog at freelarryrockyharrisx2.com. Connect with your loved ones, find out if they're eligible for good time, and if they're not getting it, make sure your assemblymen know about it. Thanks. Be well.